Welcome to podcast number 160 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We are continuing our podcast on financial prosperity. Today is a very important podcast because we're going to be dealing with the issue of debt. Yeah, I know it's something that a lot of people don't want to hear about, but it's something we need to get control of and learn how to manage it and how to reduce it. So today's podcast is entitled, How to Become Debt-Free. Before we get started, let's pray and let's ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance and direction. Heavenly Father, I come to you needing your touch, your guidance, needing your wisdom. And so I yield now to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to come in and take control, take charge of this podcast, because I know if it's led by the Spirit of God, it will touch people's lives and help them and minister to them, Father, wherever they are, whatever need that they are facing this day. So I pray that the Holy Spirit would guide and direct my thoughts, my comments. As we read your word, Lord, I pray that it'll become real and alive to people who are hearing it. And I pray a special anointing on those who are out there who are listening in today, that they would receive this podcast in a way that would help them in their finances and that they would build a better plan to be debt-free. I thank you for it and I believe you're going to do something very special in this podcast today and I'll be careful to give you all the praise and the glory for it now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You know, I don't know where all of you are financially. I'm sure there are some of you out there who are debt-free, but if things kind of pan out in this podcast as they do in other groups that I've talked to and conferences that I've spoke at, usually about 85% of the people have debt issues and probably 50% have very serious debt issues. So even though I don't know where you are financially, I know the Lord has a plan for you and a program for you and His Word will help us and help you to know how to receive the blessing of being debt-free. Before I get to far into this podcast, I'd like to make a comment about a book that I've written entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. The book is on my webpage and I'll talk about that more at the end of it, but some of my comments will come from that book, some of the things that I've written. Now, however, I believe that the average family in America is increasing their debt substantially and that's proving out. As every year when the government does reports and surveys, they find out that debt is increasing at a significant level right now. Credit card debt are a large part of that because of the price of automobile are increasing radically every single year. Higher car prices mean larger monthly payments. The other day I talked to a couple, which really shocked me. We were just talking about cars and what the cost you know, to buy a car today is and what their payments and things were. And they asked me, they said, do you think our payments are too high? And I said, well, what are they? And the gal said, well, I'm paying about $1,100 a month for my car and my husband pays about $1,500 a month for his car. Quite frankly, I was shocked. I was just shocked. I didn't tell them I was shocked, but I mentioned, are you sure you need that? That is an expensive car as you have because that's a large amount of money. And they said, well, it's just something we wanted. We feel very special in our cars. It's something very important. So we're going to talk a little bit today about debt, quite frankly, a lot about debt. But we're also going to talk a little bit about wants, needs, and desires. They say they needed a car, but did they really need two cars with $2,600 a month in car payments? Well, anyways, let's move on. You know, when costs go up in everything, then a lot of people carry those costs by getting debt and getting bigger payments. Higher car prices, for example, means monthly payments will be significantly higher. Interest rates increasing will mean that mortgage payments and car payments will become significantly higher. Now, you may be wondering why I would give you a podcast on getting debt-free shortly after I addressed the subject of borrowing to gain financially and to prosper. It seems like they're a contradiction, but they're really not at all. If you are in control of your finances and you know when borrowing is a blessing to you, 
then borrowing money is not a problem because that debt usually would be paid off very shortly. As a businessman for many years, I would borrow large amounts of money to build expensive custom homes and I would have that debt for a season, maybe for six months or a year or a little bit longer. And during that period of time, that's what allowed me to build a home. And I knew that that debt was not going to be a problem because the value of the property was significantly less than the size of the loan that I had. So I could always sell the house at a lower price and get the money out of it to be able to reduce my debt or pay the debt off totally. So debt is good if it produces something positive. Debt is terrible if it hurts us and robs us of freedom and peace when we think about our finances. Well, like I said, in borrowing, it does have a good side and it does have a negative side. But this podcast is designed to help us become debt-free, just like everyone I know would like to be at one time or another. Debt-free sounds really good. As a matter of fact, I'd like you to think for just a moment, how would it feel to be debt-free? Just think right now that you had no house payment or no car payment or no credit card debt. You absolutely had no debt whatsoever in the world. Now, let me ask you a question. What would you do if you were debt-free, if you didn't have any obligations or any debt right now? First of all, it is a wonderful feeling. I know I've been there most of my life. I've had some debt of one type or another, but for many, many years now, I've been debt-free and it is really a wonderful, peaceful feeling. Now, what would you do with the money that you're not spending on payments? Have you thought about that? I hope so. Before this podcast is over, I think that you will have a plan for that and I know the Lord will bless it. Now, first of all, it's a wonderful sensation to be debt-free. It's absolutely incredible. As a matter of fact, it takes a heavy weight off of our back. It makes us feel like we're free. It makes us feel like we don't have those obligations and we're not under pressure to make those payments and keep our payments up. There's a passage of scripture that I think applies to being debt-free. It's found in John chapter 10, verse 10. And let me read it to you. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. These are the words of Jesus in John 10, verse 10. The thief's purpose, now the thief, of course, is the devil himself. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. So you see, you say, well, how does that apply to debt? Well, debt can steal our positive attitude. It can destroy our thoughts, our actions, our purpose, and make us feel under incredible pressure. My purpose, Jesus says, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. You see, being debt-free provides for us a rich and more satisfying life. It gives us the kind of life that Jesus talks about. Have life and have it more abundantly. And when we think about debt, you might not relate Jesus' comment to debt, but, but it really does relate because a lot of people live a very miserable life because they're constantly burdened by the problems of the debt that they've experienced in their life and it's something that needs to change as soon as possible of my dad. Here's a guy who he never made $20,000 a year working at the company he worked for. His salary never got any higher than $20,000. And yet, he lived a very good life, happy life, a very joyful man. He loved his kids incredibly well, and he was a very faithful man to church and to his wife, and just a great guy. Well, he did not make hardly any money, though, and he had to be very careful and very frugal in the way he spent money. He had good life. He took us to vacations every year. We went to Disneyland we did things as kids that I thought was a lot of fun. But my dad, like I say, never made a lot of money. Yet at the age of 62, he retired from his work. He retired with his house being paid off, his cars being paid off, and having savings in his account. And during his retirement years, he got to go over and visit in Hawaii with my mom. The two of them would go over there and spend a month every couple of years. And he lived to be 80 years of age and lived a very good life. He found a way to get out of debt 
without a need to make a whole lot more money. And yet, most people I talk to, I mean, the overwhelming percentage of people I talk to say, well, if I could just get more money, I'd learn how to get out of debt. Well, that's just not true because I have found that the more money people make, the more they tend to spend. And that's a dangerous thing. That's something you can fall into where you get a $100 a month pay raise and so you increase your spending by $100. Or you get a $500 a month pay raise and you increase your spending $500 or even more sometimes. Well, that's got to stop. And so there's a lot of ways to get out of debt. Let me just give you a couple scriptures that kind of lay the foundation of how we can spiritually approach becoming debt-free. I'm going to read out of Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 2. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. Listen to these words. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. You know, if you want to know why we have debt problems, we have some wrong motives. Our motives are not right because if they were right, we would avoid getting greater debt. That couple I talked about earlier, who had $1,100 car payment, a $1,500 car payment. They didn't need to have that. That's what they wanted. And because their motives were not correct, they needed a car to get to work. That's true. They needed a car to enjoy life. That's true. And all those things are wonderful. However, their motives were they wanted certain types of cars, certain types of equipment, very expensive cars that became very expensive to make monthly payments and put them under a lot of obligations and many years of very severe debt. So we've got to get right motives in order to reduce our debt. Now, the next verse right after Proverbs chapter 16 is verse number three. It says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will will succeed. So therefore, the way we want to get out of debt is we submit our plan to the Lord and we're going to help you make a plan today and then we're going to submit him to God and he's going to help us succeed. So God's given us some instructions already. Let's move to another scripture dealing with the issue of how to get out of debt. Okay, here's a New Living Translation, Proverbs 28, verse 25. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Well, in order to get out of debt, we need to remove greed from our life. The Bible also tells us that we should avoid any form of of greed. Now, what is greed? Greed is for asking for something more than what you can afford, wanting something that you may not be able to obtain right now, and you do things, sometimes illegally, to try and get what you want before you have the substance to be able to to acquire it. So, greed is a way of manipulating your finances, manipulating your circumstances, and getting what you want, even though you may not be able to afford it. So, the advice here is that greed causes fighting. Then it says, trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. So, in order to get out of debt, we've got to trust God that he's going to bless us. We've got to put him first in our finances, make every effort we can to focus on him in all decisions that we make in our finances. And you just wait and see, you'll be on the road to living debt-free. Now, what really does the word trust mean? You hear it a lot in the word of God, because without trust, we've got nothing. Trusting is believing that it will happen. It applies to many areas of our life, our finances, our health, our work, our relationships, our marriages, raising kids, Trust is just crucial in everything that we do. So therefore, in order to get out of debt, we must have confidence and trust that God's going to help us do it and that he wants us to be debt-free. In addition to that, that God is going to bless the plan that we make. But we need to set up a plan that is based upon God's word and based upon promises that he's given us in order to be able to prosper financially. Okay, let's go to another scripture now. Here's a very, very famous scripture. A man wrote a book dealing with just this one scripture. It's found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 10. And it says here, it's called the, the, the prayer of Jabez. He was one who prayed, verse 10, he was one who prayed to the God of Israel, oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted his request. Now, just think about what he just said. Jabez was 
had a simple thought and a simple mind and basically just said, I've got problems and I need God to help me. And he knew that if he just prayed and was faithful to God, that God would bless him. So look what he's asking for and apply that to your finances right now. He says, it says here, he was the one who prayed to the God of Israel. Oh, that you would bless me. All right, well, we need blessing. So ask God to bless you. Nothing wrong with that. And expand my territory, which simply means give me a wider vision, give me a better understanding and bless me in every way. Please be with me. Okay. In all that I do. So that's important when it comes to our spending. Ask God to be with us in all that we do. When it comes to the money that we make, ask God to bless us in all that we have and keep me from all trouble and pain. Now, finances will bring a lot of trouble and pain. Debt will bring a lot of trouble and pain. And so if we can control our finances, I believe that God will help us to be able to do that, first of all. And then if we can control those things and can and get out of trouble and pain in the air of our finances, we will be blessed beyond what you can imagine or even think right now. And at the end of that scripture, it says, and God granted him his request. Now, God will grant you your request. If your desire is to be debt-free and it's real and your motives are right and you're avoiding greed and you're ready for it, then I think we're ready to go into the next phase of this podcast and give you several steps to take in order to understand how to become debt-free. Well, obviously, one of the first things we need to do is pray. And so and we read about that in, in Psalm 34 and verse number three. It says here, I actually verse four, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. So right out of the box, we need to get rid of the fear that we have about debt, get rid of the fear we have about all of our obligations and put our hope in God that he'll be able to help us and help us lead us into becoming debt free. It said in verse three, come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. So we need to give God praise. The Bible says to enter into his courts with thanksgiving and praise. So you might want to even stop the podcast right now and just pray, say, God, help me to receive what's about to come and help me apply it to my life so I can become debt-free. Okay, now that we've prayed, now that we've prepared ourselves, now that we've got the scriptures in our heart, let's move forward with this. To become debt-free, we need to change the way we handle our finances. I think that's obvious because the way we've handled it so far has put us in that debt position, so we need to make a change. So here's number one. To be debt-free, we need to understand God's instructions about how to grow in our understanding of money, of finances. And I'm going to turn to Proverbs 19.8. I believe there's some great instructions there. Once again, I'm reading in Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 8 in the New Living Translation. To acquire wisdom is to love oneself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. That's pretty direct, isn't it? If we cherish understanding. So we've got to understand where we are financially right now. We need to understand why we got here. We need to understand what we want to do when we get out of debt. We need to understand how we can take what we have, work with what we have, and God will bless it and see how he'll bless it. A lot of people just want to jump right into, well, I know I can get out of debt if I just make a lot more money or if I do this or I do that. Why don't we just not think that way right now? And why don't we just say to ourselves, I need to gain understanding of where I am and what I need to do in order to prosper financially. That scripture tells us that, that if we gain understanding that we will prosper. So I hope that this 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 10-step approach will give you the understanding you know how to become debt-free. So let's move on now to number two in my steps. Believe that our God wants us to be debt-free. Now, a lot of people say, well, if God really believed that, wouldn't he just give it to us? Well, I think we need to earn things. There's certain things in our word that we need to earn. Now, we can't earn salvation. You've got to give your heart to Jesus Christ and ask him to forgive you of your sins and repent of your sins and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can't earn it. You can't work it. You can't pay 
pay for it, but those, that's the one thing that you don't have to worry about earning because God's already paid the price with the death of his son and the resurrection of his son. And that's how we receive our salvation because of what Jesus did on the cross. After salvation, the blessings of God have conditions on them. And there's things that we need to do. It says the steps of a righteous man are led of God. It says in the Bible, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Those are conditions to be blessed. So God has conditions, but let's first look at the fact that God does want to bless us and he wants us to be debt free. I'm reading in Deuteronomy chapter 28, starting at verse 11 in the New Living Translation. And here's what it says. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to you, to your ancestors to give you, blessing you and many children, numerous livestock and abundant crops. And it says here in verse 12, the Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you will always be on the top and never at the bottom. So God is telling us right here, we'll never have to borrow if we get in a position where we're serving God, committing our, ourselves to God, and trusting that he's going to take care of all the financial needs that we have. So that's the very important point to understand that God does want us to be debt-free. Now, in step number three, I'm going to talk about how God shows us faith and how faith plays a role in getting out of debt. I'm going to turn to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, starting at verse number 6. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So it takes a step of faith to believe that you can become debt-free and that step of faith will cause God to bless us. Step number four, set a plan to know how to get out of debt and be debt-free and know what you will do with it when you are debt-free. Now, the plan has to do with a series of things. One would be to set up a budget and understand what you're spending. Two, decide what's important to buy and what's not. Understand what's a want, what's a need, and what's a desire. I can't do all that in this podcast, but it's important you set that up and get yourself a budget and live within that budget and have a plan in it to reduce your debt. Step number five, accept the fact that the debt we have is because of all of our spending habits. You see, we've got to have patience before we make decisions to spend. A lot of people just spend money very quickly. They make an impulse purchase. They see something they like. They just buy it. They put it on a credit card. And now they've got to figure out a way to pay for it because it was not in the budget. It's crucial that we set up a plan. And number five has another goal in it. And that is, do do you spend time looking for ways to save money than just always looking for ways to spend money? There are ways to save. For example, going out to eat is great. It's fun. And I think we all can do that. But a lot of people don't realize how much money we spend in going out to eat. We don't realize how much money we spend by buying little snacks and going to places that sell expensive coffees. And we put it on our credit card. So we spend $15 or $20 here and $15 or $20 there. And you do that six or eight or 10 times a month. And you'll be spending two or $300 a month on things that you didn't plan for and things that are causing you to get yourself deeper in debt than to get out of debt. Okay, number six, to become debt-free, it requires three major things. A plan, okay, we've talked a little bit about that. Two, a budget, we've talked a little bit about that. And staying focused. We've got to stay focused on the plan. You can't start a budget, you can't start a plan, work with it for one month and then get off of it and just move on and say, well, I'm done with that, I'm going to move on. You've got to have a plan, you've got to have a budget, and you've got to stay focused and stay within that. Number seven, we will never become debt-free if we don't understand the difference between our needs, our wants, and our desires. Now, I've counseled a lot of people who have a problem with needs. They think that everything's a need. I talked to a 
couple years ago and this one couple told me that they they needed a 75 inch television set and I said well do you have a TV now and they said yeah we have a 60 inch TV and we have four other televisions but we really do need a 75 inch well why do you need it well it's a better picture it's this it's that football season's coming up that is not a need that's a want or desire and that want is not necessary and it's something that people do to keep themselves in debt and if we continue to think that we will always be in debt and will never experience the joy of being debt free step number eight being debt free is not a wish it is a step of faith now you know faith has substance wishes do not have substance to get out of debt it requires actions as a matter of fact the first action to decide to do things differently is to have faith then you are doing the things that you believe in and you believe they will happen they will come to pass the Bible tells us faith requires action and that faith without works is dead so therefore we've got to have the faith but then we need to take action and take the steps to follow through with that plan and what were the three major steps let's go back very quickly it requires a plan a budget and staying focused all right I know that this maybe seem a little firm for some people and a little strong but it's crucial that we become firm and strong in our commitment and our desire to become debt-free and that's what I want for you more than anything else honestly well, of course I want you to be saved more than anything else but I want you to be debt-free I want you to know what it's like to have the freedom to not have obligations and to walk into a home that you own it's free it's paid for to drive a car that's that's paid for to go on vacations and do things that you can just pay for as you do them you don't have to worry about bar money for anything you're in a position to be debt-free you know many times I get calls from people and they'll say we notice that your credit card has a balance of seven thousand dollars or ten thousand I'll say yeah it probably does and they said so we'd like to help you find a way not to pay that interest and I said oh no I never pay interest yeah my credit card balance is seven or eight thousand or whatever it might be but I pay that off at the end of the month because that's in my budget to pay those things and I don't charge things on my credit cards unless I have the ability to pay them off at the end of the month because I've never paid a penny interest thank the Lord I never paid a penny interest on any credit cards that I've used and I use them exclusively now matter of fact probably 99% of everything that I purchase is on a credit card now because I want to take advantage of getting air miles and cash rewards back but I always pay it off at the end of the month when that statement comes in and you can do the same thing but it's going to take some steps it's going to take a plan a budget and staying focused okay number nine wishing is good and dreaming is great but faith is always the best way to succeed in anything so we need to build our faith. We need to get scriptures out with the word faith and believe in them and pray them and believe for them and realize that faith is a substance. It's something that is tangible. You see, you already have faith when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that's a measure of faith that you receive from God. And you can grow in your faith because the word of God tells us that our faith can grow. And you can grow in your faith to believe that you can become debt free. And that's by setting up a plan, setting up a budget and staying focused on what you're planning to do. All right, number 10. We need to wrap this up I'm running out of time to be debt free requires a new train of thought it takes a new attitude it takes focus to achieve it it takes a commitment to God with his help that you will be able to become debt free and you'll be able to live the life of abundance and a life filled with some joy and some happiness now it's not the only way to get happiness and joy but bottom line a lot of folks cannot experience really peace in their life and joy in their life and freedom in their life because they're 
obligated with all these debts and all these things that are there and that are causing them to be under pressure and under stress. Marriages are struggling today because of debt. I think I've mentioned in prior podcasts, I know that I have, that the number one reason by most people given for divorce is failure in their finances. It puts so much stress on the marriage. So we need to get rid of that. We need to become debt-free and live that life that God intended for us. So I'm going to pray for you right now and believe that God's going to give you a blessing. He's going to pour out a blessing of faith, a blessing of strength, of commitment, and that you'll set up a plan and you'll have a budget and you'll stay focused on it and you'll experience what it is to be debt-free. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the opportunity I have to pray for those who are listening in today. And I believe that they can live debt-free. They can experience what it is not to have any debt or any obligations to anyone else, but just be able to do what's on their heart and on their mind. They'll be able to bless their church. They'll be able to bless their family. They'll be able to purchase what they want without having to have debt associated with it. And I believe that that's going to take place in their life. So I call forth that thing that's not as though that it is, Lord. That's a teaching that I believe in greatly, that if we lack something, we can just start believing and calling it forth and that God will provide it. Father, I thank you for this opportunity and I pray that the people here, Lord, would receive it and cling to it, Lord, and be blessed by it and they would become debt-free. I thank you for it now and give you all the praise and glory for I ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray, amen. You know, if you'd like to receive more information about my teaching on finances and various topics, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com and when you get there, you'll see a link to all the podcasts that I've done. There's been 160 of them now and they're talking on subjects like faith and topics on the Holy Spirit and miracles and the gifts of the Spirit and the power gifts of the Spirit. I talk about having the faith to get out of debt and many references to dealing with prosperity in various areas of our life, financial prosperity, spiritual prosperity. So I hope that you'll listen to some of the other podcasts that we've done in a little over a year now. So with that, you can also see on my webpage that I have a reference to a number of books that I've written. There's one that would really help you in this particular topic dealing with getting out of debt. It's entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. And in addition to that, there's a book on generosity there. There's a book on faith and various topics that I think would be a blessing to you. In addition to that, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that through cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, we're moving through this series and I'm enjoying it immensely. I've got another topic that I want to tell you a little bit about on the upcoming podcast. My next podcast, number 161, is entitled, How You Define Success. Now, it's an interesting thought because a lot of people look at success in different ways. Some people feel that success is just simply everyone knowing you and knowing that a lot of people know who you are. Other might feel that success is having a good family and raising great kids, and all those are various aspects of success. But I'm going to focus primarily on the topic of financial success, how you define financial success. There's a number of scriptures that God uses to help us understand what financial success really is. We're going to talk about avoiding the conflicts in finances and to settle disputes quickly. I'm going to be discussing about being honest and and having integrity in the area of finances. And I'll give you some stories and references to people that on the outside looked like they were a great success. Maybe they had a lot of money and they had a lot of possessions. But when it came to truly understanding what success was, they fell far short of that. And in their life, they shared with me some of the mistakes that they made. And I'm hoping that as I share with you some of the mistakes that other peoples have made and I have made in dealing with trying to find a level of success financially, that we'll gain from that and grow from that. So with that, I'm just going to thank you for being here today and listening in. Father, bless them now. Bless all those who are listening in and that they would prosper, Father. That you would bless them, Father God. That you would just pour out a 
blessing that they can't contain, Lord. Your word tells us that that's how you bless people, that you'll actually give us more than we can even handle. So Lord, I call that forth for those who need a financial blessing in their life. And I thank you for it. And I'll give you the praise for it now in Jesus' name. I want to thank you for listening in today. And I want to close with these words. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. May you become debt free. May you receive the fullness of the Lord in your finances and all that you do. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together and for blessing this podcast for those who listen in today. I look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you.